0: Welcome back to Miss Indiana 2013. The judges have narrowed down our candidates to the top five contestants. Miss Indianapolis, Miss Evansville, Miss Valparaiso, Miss Vincennes, and Miss Bloomington. Our final category is the interview round. The question is, what is the coolest aspect of your town? Miss Indianapolis. We had the Super Bowl last year. Miss Evansville.
1: We are on the Ohio
2: River.
0: Miss Valparaiso.
2: Uh, We're like practically a suburb of Chicago.
0: Miss Vincennes.
2: We are home to the famous George Rogers Clark National Historical Park Rotunda.
0: And Miss Bloomington.
3: Bloomington is where Rhino's WFHB Youth Radio Mixed Nuts podcast is recorded. <laughs> In fact, if you'd like to learn more about Bloomington, tune into this month's podcast called "The Best of Bloomington."
0: talking about what we love most about bloomington my favorite thing about bloomington would probably be just how beautiful everything is especially in the spring and the in the fall and also one thing that like kind of pops out is like everything's made out of limestone which is funny i think it's really really pretty and it's a lot different from any other city i've been to like you don't really see everything made out of the same thing i don't know it's really pretty
4: My favorite thing about Bloomington I guess is the different variety of people. It's really nice here and I guess since I've kind of like grown up here or like around this area I didn't really notice it until like I've gone other places that are not the same and
3: um, it's really nice. My favorite thing about Bloomington is that there's something for everybody even at the university level. It's a very diverse school and they're always having different events for the community that people can come to and there's just something for everyone to enjoy.
5: It's hard to think of something that other people haven't said but I don't know I grew up in a small town in Louisiana uh, called Ruston which was a college town but in a very different sense. Uh, The town was three times smaller than Bloomington and there was literally nothing to do there except mope around and like walk your dog and go to the little the only like little local restaurant we had downtown it was a very like underfunded city and infrastructure was bad the people were grouchy I just didn't like the South in general and uh, I moved here and um, at first the town seemed very big because it was three times larger than where I grew up and um, that was exciting but then I realized wow, this place is awesome because it has a lot of the same things that constitute a very big city, like a lot of the same events, a lot of the same, like, happenings. But it's such a small town, and um, I can attribute that to the university. It's cool that we have, like, not that this really means anything, but we have so many students that the city's, like, median age average is like, people in their 20s, and it's really cool how there are all these really... Hip young people with ideas and ambitions, like always thinking of something new, always setting things up.
6: I had sort of a similar experience um, because although I was born here, I moved to a slightly smaller town when I was very young that was much, much less diverse and much less interesting. And I remember. When I first moved back here a couple of years ago, the first thing that I really noticed was the colors. Everything is so bright and beautiful here and I would just, I couldn't deal with it. And it'd like, oh man, all the trees and fall and it seems so mundane, but, and of course we had trees where I was, but it just seems so much brighter and all the people seem so bright and there's just so much.
2: I moved to Bloomington about four years ago, and I lived in an extremely small town for a long time and I've lived in some cities. And I think my favorite part about Bloomington is the size. Like I really like how I can walk or ride my bike anywhere yeah, just easy to get around. I own a vehicle, but I very rarely have to drive it. So there's a lot of things happening because it is a city, but it also has the small town feel, so you can kind of like recognize people when you're walking down the street, which that can be annoying sometimes too, depending. Yeah, I like the size of Bloomington quite a bit.
5: Yeah, adding on to what Eric was saying, getting around is really easy, and I'm very thankful for um, where I live. In Ruston, Louisiana, nobody rides a bike or walks anywhere, partly because we like didn't have sidewalks there. This place is just very accessible. The city is just clean and everything just looks orderly. I mean, at least, you know, around downtown, I mean, neighborhoods come in all different shapes, sizes, and forms, but just the city itself is very well maintained. And I like how we're sort of still expanding on that. We're still, you know, progressing forward, kind of um, alternative infrastructure for cyclists and pedestrians, and that's really cool.
7: I have so many things that I love about Bloomington. I've lived here since two thousand three, um, almost ten years. Uh, my one of my favorite things is just the sense of pride and connection that everybody seems to have, just with with the community and with other people in the community. It seems like there just seems to be a lot of a, a lot of love, like for lack of a better word, I guess. Just a lot of a lot of investment in in community institutions, and also just in, I was going to say each other, but that's pretty, certainly people like feel that, you know, in every, every community. But just the fact that people have a lot of interest in maintaining the things that make Bloomington special and the things that make it unique and just the organizations that enrich it. And there's also like a lot of commitment to kind of the progressive politics that make Bloomington unique in Indiana. And I think that I don't know everyone or a lot of people just seem more invested in the health of the community here than in other places that i've lived and that i just every day i appreciate that and just it makes me care more it makes me want to make good decisions that that are positive for my neighbors and apart from like playing loud music in my house which i'm sure my neighbors don't appreciate but yeah just a general sense of investment and commitment i appreciate that
2: I feel like when I tell people I live in Indiana, or like I say, when people are like, wait, why'd you move to Indiana? And I'm like, well, I live in Bloomington. I don't really live in Indiana. Because I feel like it's not, it doesn't feel like the rest of the state. And I don't know if that's different for other people. But it's kind of weird because we have IU here and there's things that say Indiana all over them. But I feel like people, to add to what you said, I feel like people are really big on being like, I live in Bloomington. And like they they stress that. And when you go out of town, you'll be like, oh, I'm from Bloomington. And like people are like, wait, where's that? And you're like, oh, it's in Indiana. But you definitely say Bloomington first and foremost because it is that, that sort of pride, which I, I do really like that as well.
6: I definitely understand that because I have met people before and I've told them that I'm from Indiana and they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, but Bloomington, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Bloomington. and. um I've heard of a couple other Bloomingtons around. Like, apparently, Madison, Wisconsin, is is very interesting and like has kind of a different feeling than the rest of the state.
7: That distinction seems mostly political. Like, it just because if you, if you, you know, like Monroe County voted for Barack Obama, you know, but the state was a red state. Just, just that for example, it's just a. I think it's pretty easy to feel a sense of separateness, but. I think the whole state of Indiana is very beautiful, you know, and, like, I, I really appreciate the whole region, but I think, yeah, there is something, just kind of a political progressiveness in Bloomington that I, just because that's how I feel, you know, that I, I identify with that, but I don't know, I mean, I think the whole the whole area and the surrounding cities, you know, Nashville and even Ellitsville, you know, Ellitsville and the whole county.
1: Well, the thing I like about Bloomington is kind of what the others are saying about, like, the progressiveness of it is that because it's a college town, there's a lot of uh, college students coming in with, like, fresh ideas and, like, new ways of seeing things, like, new perspectives, and stuff like that.
5: Going back to the theme of, uh, you know, Bloomington's political nature and behavior, I have to say it's just amazing that I can live here and just express myself and my politics, and I love how progressive the city is, and I just feel spoiled, like... I can't believe that this is, like, the one county around this giant area. Just, like, I can leave town and it's just a whole other climate. You can even connect that to, you know, the agriculture and how much we care about food here. We have blooming foods and we have some great farmers around town. I don't know that much about agriculture, but we've got some pretty good land and we take advantage of it in a very good way. And um, the people that live here just, I would think, are... <laughs> healthier in general um, because we just eat a lot of local food here, which is which helps our local economy, um, and not a lot of other cities have that sort of integrity when it comes to
2: their food.
3: Yeah, I. bloomington and i lived here i was about five and a half and then due to my father's job we moved to indy so we lived in the downtown area for about a year and well closer to meridian kessler so closer to broad ripple and then moved to fishers for a while and it was definitely a culture shock um fishers is much like Carmel in that it's developing very quickly Huge schools, huge school populations, like five or six classrooms were in trailers. And there was a really big disconnect between the students being, I mean, the students and their teachers and the community was not warm. It was not inviting. We didn't feel very supported as students. Well, I didn't. Um, And it was just very, there was, there weren't really many community events and it just wasn't, it wasn't Bloomington. And then, again, due to my dad's job, we got the chance to move back to Bloomington in fifth grade, and that was just the best schooling experience I've ever had because I went from being in this huge school where I felt like a number to being in a classroom where the teacher knew me instantly, and I made so many friends right off the bat, and there were so many community events to go to that year, and I felt like I was coming home, like truly coming home. And so that was a really great experience, and... um, I think that Bloomington is just so special. It's so unique in that its schools are so great. The school system here is wonderful, Um, and it's just, it's been really great. I've been living here ever since, and I love South. I love all the different clubs and activities, and the teachers are really great. So, just about school.
6: In my last town, there were a lot of people, actually, but they were all very, very similar. And um, I didn't feel like I was very different, actually, but everyone else did, apparently. And um, it was a very strange feeling. And I I didn't understand, um, like, what differentiated myself from them. But when I came here, I I have not felt the f- that, that feeling since. And um, last year, I had a group of people who we all connected and were very very strongly connected, and um, we went on tons of adventures, and we explored the whole town, and just went on a million walks, and it was just so wonderful, and um, moving here uh, got me interested in photography as well because it's just so beautiful, and um, now it's
7: a really strong passion of mine. I grew up somewhere that I was excited to leave when I, like became an adult or after i kind of after i hit college age. So i'm wondering what it's like to grow up somewhere that you that you really like and that you really enjoy living in because i worry that that feeling could lead to kind of squash your sense of adventure and sense of you know wanting to see other places or maybe try living in other places and that it'd be i know a lot of people who grew up here that have stayed here which i think is awesome and really speaks to how you know great this community is but at the same time I just would worry about you know not not seeing other places or getting new experiences and so I was just wondering if you guys felt that drive to you know explore and maybe move away after you graduate high school or college
4: yeah I do I actually um just because like it's really nice here and it's all that stuff but it doesn't mean that like I don't want to leave and like have my own life and do things and adventurous and see the world and whatnot. But um, it just, like, kind of gives you the feeling that, like, if something goes wrong or, like, you can always come back home.
1: Some people kind of mentioned that there's, like, more of an international community, I guess, than, like, in most places, at least for this state, Indiana, like, in the Midwest in general. But um, I feel like that's kind of given me a taste of, like, that there are other things out there, and I really want to kind of explore that and see what it's like.
3: Well, I am a senior in high school, and I'm about to graduate and go to college. I don't know where yet, though, because I won't hear back on my applications till April. Um, But that is definitely a conversation all of my friends and I have been having every single day. Like, if we do get into these schools, you know, that are in big cities like New York, Chicago, on the East Coast, would we want to go? Because at IU, you have a relatively cheap education because it's in-state tuition and it's Bloomington, I mean, this really great city. So yeah, there's definitely a bit of a conflict there. Like, not sure if we want to leave and get out of this great town and go see other places. I definitely would like to have that opportunity, but I know that if I don't get into those schools or if they don't give me enough money, I'll be more than happy to stay here for another four years and then maybe try to do some traveling afterwards.
5: I currently hold no plans to leave, but I've certainly felt the pressure from other people that actually don't live here, who respond that way whenever I say, "Oh, I'm." They're like, "Where are you going to college?" I'm like, "Probably IU." And they're like, "Why would you do that? You should not do that. You have to go to a school that suits you somewhere else." Where's your, where's your sense of adventure? And I'm like, "Well, Bloomington kind of gives me that sense of adventure, and I don't know, I." I love being here and the idea of moving to a new city for college I don't know for some reason it just frightens me. I feel like I have to stay here. I know I don't ha- I don't I know I don't have to but like I'm literally in the state of mind that w- <laughs> the only college I'm applying to is probably just going to be IU and if I don't get into IU I'm not going to go to college anywhere else. <laughs> I'd go to Ivy Tech just cuz I want to stay here. But then again where is my sense of adventure? Maybe it'll come to me later. <laughs> well,
0: I am also a senior high school, but I know where I'm going to go next year for college. I'm going to move to Minnesota. So, in like a really small town, there's nothing but the school. It, it's, I mean, unlike, like Bloomington's a college town like this town I'm going to. It's Northfield, Minnesota, but unlike... Bloomington, there's nothing but the school there. In Bloomington, yeah, we have a really big school and it's awesome. IU's cool. But there's like the whole other side of Bloomington where everybody else fits in, you know. So as someone who's looking forward in a couple months, I'm going to be moving away which I'm really excited about. And I mean, I've only lived in Bloomington for about two years, but I am probably going to be a little nostalgic and sad about it just because Bloomington is really awesome, especially if you're in high school, I think there's a lot of stuff to do and a lot of cool people to meet. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to moving away, but it's gonna be bittersweet, just like everybody in high school, I think.
6: Because I'm just a sophomore, college is a little bit farther away from me, Um, but it's still close enough that I have thought about it. And um, as much as I love Bloomington, and I haven't really lived here that long, um, the idea of staying here Uh, all the way through college kind of scares me just because in my life I don't feel like I've actually stayed in one place for a very long time. And um, the beauty of Bloomington really gives me hope for the rest of the world. And um, my dad lives in Seattle. And when I go there, it is so beautiful and so wonderful. And a lot of it makes me think of Bloomington. And I imagine there are other places like that and places that are different, but equally wonderful that I would love to explore and I don't think that just because I found somewhere that I really love that that should stop me from trying to find other places I'll love.
4: Also Ivy Tech is an awesome place, not just IU. I just wanted to put that out there because we talked about um, IU a lot. Ivy Tech is all gravy, it's a fine place to go. (laughs) I definitely have plans to leave forever. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't like come back and like live for the rest of my life and get old and stuff. Cause I wanna go see the world.
0: We could ask is uh, if there were someone sitting here who you're trying to convince to move to Bloomington. Like, what would you, how would you convince them? What would you say is the main reason why they should move here?
1: If someone was trying, like, was thinking about moving to Bloomington, I would definitely just say to come here and visit because I don't really know how to put into words. Like, I guess the atmosphere that Bloomington kind of generates, but it's definitely like different and. I've traveled to cities and stuff like on vacations with my family, and I've never really been to a place like it.
5: Well, what's great about Bloomington is that, I mean, for a lot of people that are trying to move into a city like Bloomington, I would tell them to go to Bloomington because it seems to me that Bloomington is much more affordable than other cities that are like Bloomington, like Austin, Texas, and Savannah, Georgia, and like... Bloomington is just a pretty affordable city, and you can get by here pretty easily... And that's a pretty attractive thought if you don't have that much money to spend. It's just you can get by here pretty comfortably, I think.
2: I think sometimes people have this idea of Bloomington and that's why they want to move here. So what what I would say to someone that wants to move to Bloomington or is thinking about it is for them to kind of think about the reasons for why they want to move here. And if they because I think Bloomington is a lot like Rhinos, like the way things happen at Rhinos, like Rhinos is this space that has a lot of potential but you have to come here wanting to work on something and you want, you have to like kind of have the initiative to like, cause if you have an art project to work on here at rhinos, it's, we have the materials, we have people to help you. We have like motivation or we can plan an art show. And I think the city is a lot like that too. Like if you come here and you're in, you're inspired and you want to work on projects and you want to like play music or, um, see stuff happen there's there's a lot of potential and i think that's what i've really liked about bloomington so if someone's moving here i'd want to be like why are you expecting bloomington to just answer your problems or why you're moving away from where you are or are you expecting it to be a place where you can thrive and kind of like work on your projects and feel supported or enjoy what's already here because you could do that too
5: Another thing that's completely unrelated that I just thought of is uh, the music scene here, which is just so vibrant. You can literally get anything here. I don't know. We have the Jacobs School of Music on one end, and then we have a lot of really cool house shows on the other end. Uh, Going back to the theme of there's something here for everyone, that's really true in terms of music. And you can be a musician here and just thrive. And If you're not a musician you can thrive just as much because there are so many great shows to go to and so many awesome concerts and operas to see and it seems like every day you're going to hear somebody playing their instrument out on the street or there are always people telling you you should come to the show or you know. That's something that not a lot of towns without universities or towns of this size really have. We're sort of a music haven.
3: Here with Jan Berzins. He is a geometry teacher at Bloomington High School South. And how long have you been working as a geometry teacher here?
8: I've been at Bloomington High School South for 13 years. Okay.
3: And how long have you lived in Bloomington?
8: I was born and raised in Bloomington. Okay. So 43 years total, almost 44.
3: What is your favorite thing about Bloomington?
8: Uh, Bloomington offers a community that has a lot of big, big town opportunities in a very small town situation. We have great restaurants, great shops, local businesses, and without the university obviously we would have none of that. I love the fact that I can go to businesses that have been here for 50, 60, 70 years and be able to talk to people that know me by name and whenever I need help I can always go there.
3: Can you think of any businesses in particular um, any that come to mind when you talk
8: about Without a doubt. Kleindorfer's Hardware is probably one of the best places in Bloomington to go. Not only do they give you a free calendar every year around Christmas, but if they don't have it, I don't think anybody else would. Mm -hmm. You can find things that you would not even believe they have, that anybody would have. And some of that stuff has been around for 50 years. Right next to Kleindorfer's is Hinkle's Hamburgers, another wonderful part of Bloomington. I believe Hinkle's has been in business since 1930s. And then across from Hinkle's, you have Crescent Donut. Mm -hmm. So you can hit three businesses in one trip, all within a block of each other. All of these businesses are local. All of these businesses have been here for a long time.
3: So you grew up here. Do you have any memories in particular that come to mind when you think of growing up in Bloomington, how those memories really portray the uniqueness of this town?
8: Well, we're unique, and if you watch Breaking Away ever, you'll see that Bloomington has that Hoosier small-town vibe. And when I was a child, the square was a square for Bloomingtonians. J.C. Penney was on the square. There was Jupiter, the old dollar store. Ben Franklin had a soda shop. So the the square was much more geared towards the locals. Now, of course, it's kind of moved on, and it's a lot more towards alumni and people coming back to go shopping my greatest memories were looking back at a, this little town and again you have a great university a lot of opportunities that in most most small towns in Indiana you wouldn't have we've got as much as Indianapolis has and we're not even I don't think a tenth of the size of it and I remember as a child wandering around the square and going to the all the little shops and a lot of that's changed but it's still got the same feeling
3: can you talk a little bit more about what the university brings to Bloomington
8: Well, it brings culture and diversity. You can walk down the streets of Bloomington and obviously see many different people from many different places. You can't do that in Southern Indiana, any other place. As a matter of fact, in most of Indiana, you can't do that in any other place. It's kind of the Mecca. Uh, So you've got that, but then also for kids, you've got the opportunity of a a wonderful Indiana University library that you wouldn't have in any small town. I, I hear some people like the athletics Um, I'm not personally a fan, but for for some people it's a great opportunity because you can go and see a college basketball game even if you're from a small town. And I think if it wasn't for the university, we wouldn't have all the fine restaurants, we wouldn't have all the extra places, the nice clothing places, the places you don't see in little towns. Also because of the university, we've been able to be pretty economically sound. Where other small towns lose their businesses, we haven't had to the only unfortunate thing is that it's hard to find good jobs here.
3: If this is applicable, can you talk a bit about how Bloomington has changed or evolved? I know you touched on that a bit with the idea of the square, but um, any more just about Bloomington culture in general, how it's changed since you were a child?
8: I, I will say that we've definitely, it seems to me that the university is a lot more interested in getting people from the East Coast from bigger, bigger cities that spend more money. The downtown has certainly changed. When I was a kid, if you went to college, you rented a house with a bunch of your friends. Now you rent a $3,000 a month apartment that looks like you're in New York City. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely changed that culture. And the businesses, they're geared a lot more towards students. Uh, Although those have always kind of been there, I think it's even more so. The downtown is significantly different. The, The shops there aren't made for locals really they're mostly made for the college students and for their families and I understand that but so I think that's a big 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 change also even though we're still very safe we were when I was a child you never locked your door ever now you have to uh, you have to lock your doors you have to be a little more careful we still are, are wonderful we don't have a lot of crime in Bloomington and people are very protective of this town and for, rightly so it's a great place to live it's probably in my opinion one of the best towns in the world I've been to a lot of different places and have yet to find someone with some place with the community and the benefits. Mm-hmm. I can go to a five star restaurant one day, get a greasy cheeseburger the next.
3: Do you have anything else you'd like to add or any stories that come to mind? I remember when I was in your geometry class, you talked about how Little 500 has changed a lot, if you'd like to talk a bit about that.
8: yeah, I I, I don't know if it's that it really changed or if I didn't really realize it. When I was a child, Little 500 was in a small stadium and everybody went to it. Mm -hmm. And all the locals went to it. And I remember when they filmed the movie there, Breaking Away. Well, a couple years later, they tore down that stadium. It was right next to the old library, or next to the IU library. And they built this new fancy stadium. And Little 5 turned into more of a party. I'm not sure though. I was young. So I don't know if people were doing that back then. It just seemed like it was different. A lot more small town. We used to see the uh, fireworks on campus at that same stadium. And it was all a bunch of local people going and watching the fireworks and it was a neat old stadium. It's kind of a shame when it tore down. I heard that a friend of mine's father bought it to fill his uh, sinkhole in the back of his house.
3: Well, you have two young daughters growing up in Bloomington as well. Um, how do you feel, because you grew up and you saw Bloomington through the eyes of a child, how do you feel about Bloomington, looking at it through the eyes of a father?
8: Oh, I think it's a great place, and I'm really happy that we're here with my, my children. I At one point, I thought I might be moving away, um, many years ago. And I'm really glad I stayed, because for my kids, it's a safe place to be. I'm not as worried about them as I would be in a big city. I can take them someplace and not be frightened. You know, when you look at places like the farmer's market, I don't know if you're aware, we have the largest farmer's market in Indiana, or weekly farmer's market in Indiana. I can take my kids there and not have to be worried that they're gonna get grabbed by somebody and hauled away. Um, For the most part, neighborhoods are safe. They're safe in their schools. Uh, Yeah. So for them, I think it's great. As a father, I'm ecstatic that my kids are raised in a community like this. And with all the intellectual benefits. You've got the great feeling in a small town, but if you want to go see an opera, you can. Well, just look at Lotus Festival. Yeah. One of the biggest, well, I think it's the second largest music festival of world music in the country.
3: of Bloomington and we're just going around and getting interviews from people in the community. Uh, How long have you lived in Bloomington?
5: I've lived in the area since 78 so do the math I'm not sure. Long time.
3: Okay. And what's your favorite thing about Bloomington?
5: Oh gee I don't think I could pick out any one thing there's a lot of things I like um, the uh, uh, attitude of people about um, uh, taking care of the community and being a contributor to their community being a participant trying to solve problems Um, I like the natural environment a great deal. I like the university. Uh, I could go on. I don't think there's any one thing though.
3: Thanks. And how long have you lived here?
5: I've lived
9: here since um, November of 1970. I I was an Easterner who had typical views of the Midwest. but I came out here for a job interview and I thought why am I fighting this? And I've lived here ever since. I think um, if you've lived in a big eastern city, the quality of life, you have much more usable time out here. It's a wonderful place to live. You have more time for everything, more time for recreation, more time for work, more time to think just because of the, uh, of, of the size of the town and the, uh, and the uh, possibilities here. You don't spend all your time getting to and from work. I don't live in Bloomington. I, work Bloomington. I work in Bloomington. I work for Stone Belt. Oh, okay.
3: What do you like about Bloomington as a town, as a community?
9: It's a small town feel with a lot of um, cosmopolitan elements because of the university. A lot of different cultures, and that makes it
4: interesting.
3: Uh, what part of Bloomington did you grow up in? All of it, before it was all done. I lived on the west side, the east side, the north side, south side. How have you seen Bloomington change then over the years? Uh, when I grew up here, there was a very
7: definitive difference between town and Gown, and there is no longer. Gown has spread out to all four corners of Bloomington.
3: What do you mean by that?
7: <laughs> university. The university used to be much more compact in its... its Expression into Bloomington. There was definitely a university space and there was definitely the town of Bloomington. There used to be industry here. I know that's probably hard for you to believe, but there used to be manufacturing here RCA, Westinghouse, other places like that. So people could afford to live here even if they didn't live on campus. That's less and less true now. Either you're part of IU or you're living at minimum wage working at a job like
2: this.
1: What drew you here?
2: I, uh, I got a job here and I work here.
1: And uh, what about you?
2: I've been here for about a year and a half.
1: And why do you live in Bloomington?
2: I'm currently a student, so.
3: What are your favorite things about Bloomington? Like, what do you like all about Bloomington?
2: Um, I enjoy the atmosphere and the chance to just meet new people who I don't normally get to see back home in a smaller place. So, I mean, it kind of opens up horizons to meet people, get interact with other people, and be social. I moved here from Chicago,
10: and it is uh, quieter, more peaceful. Um, there are students from all over the world here, I love interacting with the different cultures um, and hearing about their, their backgrounds and getting to rub shoulders with what their hopes and dreams are and seeing where they want to go.
1: Uh, what originally drew you here?
10: My fiance. I fell in
11: love with a woman that I met in South Bend, Indiana. I was going to school for theology there. Uh, I was getting my masters and then fell in love and she came here to teach and so I followed her.
1: Um, What about Bloomington do you like the best, do you think?
11: Music culture, the easygoing nature and cultured nature of the people that I find here. Coffee shops like Soma, where I could sit down and relax in a nice atmosphere that's not tacky. That isn't Starbucks, you know. A lot of local places. There's a great farmer's market in town. Yeah, many other things that I could go on and on, but I think that you get the
12: gist of it. I'm in school, so I'm doing a graduate program here at IU. Uh,
1: what about Bloomington do you like the most?
12: The IU cinema. I like the little quirky places like Soma.
3: Oh, what are you majoring in at IU?
12: I'm in a PhD program in American Studies.
3: Um, has being in Bloomington helped you in your studies at all, just the culture of our community?
12: What do you, What exactly do you mean? Well,
3: like studying that field of study in Bloomington, has there been any connection, like has it been helpful living in a really diverse town or not at all?
12: It's funny that you say a diverse town because I guess it depends on what you mean by diversity, but I come from a fairly large city on the East Coast. Um, I come from Washington DC, which is very, very diverse in terms of socioeconomics, you know, class, in terms of race, in terms of nationality. It's an international city since they're, you know, diplomats and embassies and all of that. So Bloomington definitely has its own type of diversity and it's neat being in the Midwest because I've never lived here before, so it's definitely given me a different perspective on the U.S. Um, and it helps actually with the students that I teach because I teach um, kind of a 100 level and introductory class in American Studies and um, the students come from all over Indiana and I don't think that... I would have gotten a chance to meet such a range of people if I had stayed on the East Coast. So it's a different, it's a different vibe, but not bad.
3: <laughs> How long have you lived in Bloomington?
11: Uh, this is my second year, but I spent the summer in California.
3: What drew you to Bloomington?
11: Um, the School of Informatics. I'm doing my PhD there.
3: Has being in Bloomington affected your studies at all, or like, what do you like about being here?
11: I like the culture. I like the fact that it's like a liberal college town within the Midwest. It was a lot. It was a lot nicer than I expected it to be.
3: Um, where did you move from?
11: Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
3: Okay. Did you have any certain conceptions of the Midwest that were proven wrong when you moved to Bloomington?
11: Um, yeah because the only time I'd really read about uh, Indiana before was reading uh, about the history of the Ku Klux Klan in Martinsville, so I was a little I was a little uncomfortable moving here to be honest. They, they brought me out here for interviews and I got to talk with some of the grad students and saw that it was uh, a nice place to live.
3: Well thank you so much. <laughs>
2: All right, this is Eric. Me and Ben are, are walking and talking. What were we talking about, Ben? The music scene in Bloomington. What are your thoughts on the music scene in Bloomington? It's pretty rad. Personally, I, I moved here for the music scene for the most part. I moved here because it's a cool town, but I I know about this town from playing music and meeting other musicians here, and I I really like that about it. Growing up here,
10: I never really knew a whole lot about it. I would go downtown and kind of get, like, I feel like the same vibe that I do now. I always thought that was really cool. I never really knew about it till I got into it with uh Jackson showed me the way. So it's a slow evolution into into the punk scene, I guess.
2: So what was that like? What was your discovery? Like what were you listening to first and what was the like click that made you think, Oh yeah, I like this. Originally I listened to a
10: lot of kinda what you'd consider kinda like oldies and I never really liked very much of the mainstream music. I always felt like there was not really a music for me, and then I got into kind of indie, because my brother got me into it. So I was into bands like Deer Hunter and Animal Collective, kind of like slower. Somehow, uh, Jackson showed me the bananas, and I I don't know, it just took me off my feet, I guess. And then I slowly just got into punk, I guess. What were some of those local bands that kind of drew you to the local punk scene? I really liked the bands that I would listen to when I go to TD's and buy Planet X albums. Like, I really like Ghost Mice, and I think I just went to shows thinking, like, oh, th- these bands will be kind of similar. And then eventually ended up seeing some of those bands. But I really, I just really liked the vibe. I felt more um, like
2: a part of something than I really ever had before. What I really liked was these people that I would met in other towns that were very similar to me and my friends in my town. And so when I would come on tour with my bands, I would come to Bloomington and see them and meet them and then just kind of see how life was here and and how the music scene was here and I really was a kind of a fan and excited about a lot of the bands that were already here and then moving here I I discovered like not only the scene that I was in, the punk scene, every other scene has a bunch of incredibly talented bands and musicians and even if it's like a band like I might not be into, it would still be something where I'd be like, "But, they're really good at doing that music, and they're really good musicians. So, there's always been a really like good jazz
10: thing going on in Bloomington. Like a lot of jazz appreciation, and there's always just been a lot of bands around um, that. Whether it was like uh, on Kirkwood, uh, just playing outside at like restaurants and stuff. When I was at a really early age, I
2: still noticed a lot of like talent in Bloomington musically. Since moving here, obviously, I I feel like I've been to a lot of a lot of shows. I've been going to a lot of shows in my life, but since you've been kind of discovering the local music scene over the past, like, maybe year or two, uh, have you been going to shows? And if so, what have been some of your favorite live music experiences?
10: Yeah, I've been going to as many as I can. Uh, It can be kind of hard being in high school, because you can't really stay out very late. I've gone to, kind of, sort of gotten more diverse in what I like, because at first I it was pretty exclusive to like folk punk like I was a little afraid to go to like heavier shows and then I got into hardcore a lot and there was kind of a short-term hardcore scene, in Bloomington, and um, I was really into that. But Some of my favorite shows were just some of the crazy like mosh like shows. I think Rap Storm might have played that night. It was so crazy and like it seemed like you could really just do like anything and then I really liked as a whole, like Planet X Fest it was just like everything I could have ever wanted it to be. And some of the shows where you feel like you almost live in the house that you're like at, they'll be like really nice to you and stuff. Like, I think that's more of my favorite type of feeling. Even if you don't really know like a lot of the people at the time, you still feel like in a weird way they're your friends. Also, like, just going downtown, you get kind of like a similar vibe if you go into like cool places that are kind of a part of it like if you go to boxcar like for me like reading a zine or a comic feels like almost like a similar experience and almost just like consumes you with like kind of the same sort of feeling
2: i think this conversation started before we turned the mic on because we were talking how uh you think some folks take it for granted and i think a lot of people move here for the music scene but for someone like you growing up here kind of maybe realizing that maybe High school kids or people growing up here kind of take the music scene for granted and don't come out and enjoy it as much as maybe they, they could or should or haven't been exposed to it yet. Yeah. It just always seems so strange when uh,
10: kids at high school will just be like, oh, there's nothing to do in Bloomington or I can't wait to get out of here because I just know they're going to like want to come back at some point. Whether it's they like discover how cool it was or they just like find out that, oh. I find that everywhere else just isn't really cool. I don't know, like, it's just a really cool place. I mean, I haven't really lived anywhere else, but um, yeah. This has been Eric
2: and Ben, and we've been walking and talking.
11: <laughs> Hi. I'm Jackson, from Youth Radio. Our month's theme is the best of Bloomington, and one of my favorite things is French fries. So I'm on a mission to try as many fries as possible in the town. It's not a contest. I just want to try the best fries in town. So our first stop is the Trojan horse. The people working were were kind enough to give us two French fries, us being uh, Holden and I, and we're both going to try them. And uh, there will be some commentary this is going to sound a little bit I don't know. Uh, it reminds me of being a, of, of like wine wine radio shows or whatever, but we're going to describe the smell of the french fry and then we're going to do the taste. And we're going to try to get as many places as we can. So here's our first french fry. No, I need it. Initially, it's very warm because it's probably just cuz it's hot, but I'm getting a lot of heat in my nostrils. It's a very fresh french fry. So first bite. Very uh, crunchy on the outside. It's got a nice potato inside. So overall, very good flavor. Uh, very salty. Not very salty, in my opinion. If you like French fries that are kind of potato-y in the middle and, and still is very uh, and still like retains a lot of that just the texture of maybe mashed potatoes, maybe a little bit thicker. Uh, Trojan horse. All right, Jackson and Holden here. Uh, we're at the Allery, sampling the French fries. So so uh, here we go It's immediately not too It's not a strong smell So I'm just going to go for it Very crunchy outside On my french fry Very soft Or er, crunchy outside Soft inside If you like crispy french fries uh, Not too concerned about the, uh, the potato in the middle If you don't want a firm, firm french fry I think the alley is a good place to go For uh, the nice crunchiness All right, Jackson and Holden here again. We're at the bakehouse this time, and uh, the person who was working was nice enough to give us actually quite a few fries when we asked. uh, They said that they also worked in radio, so that's working good. We're gonna try these for the first time. Smelling very, very, very good. And uh, it's very thin and crispy. Very thin and crispy, almost like a very, it's like a much higher quality steak and shake fry. Uh, Spiced very nicely. Very good fries. So we are uh, now about to sample the Opie Taylor fries that we got earlier. And we have two kinds of French fries. There's their steak fries and their buffalo fries. I'm going to try the buffalo fries first. And I'm also here with Ben Feltz. Say, say hey. Hey, how's it going? So, Ben, uh, why don't you take the first bite of the buffalo fry,
10: the okay. round one, and uh, tell, tell people what you think. It's uh, really good. Pretty uh, buffalo-y. I thought it would be a lot spicier. Um, oh, yeah, it kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. Um, I like the circularness of it and the uh, ruffliness. Uh, it's kind of nice. Yeah, Opie Taylor's is a, it's a good place to go. Get some veggie burgers sometime, but their french fries are really good too. I, I guess I hadn't had their buffalo fries before. And I'm now holding
11: a steak fry, a fat steak fry in my hand. Uh, about to sample that. Fairly crunchy outside, soft inside. I like it. I like the thickness of it you get a lot it feels like you actually get quite a bit of a there's like quite a bit of substance to it so if you're eating eating these you might actually get filled up on it which is nice which is nice
10: i would agree we're here at boxcar books to ask around and look around about some information about Boxcar and just to get some appreciation for how cool the spot it is in Bloomington.
9: My name is Bess Fernandez and I'm a volunteer at Boxcar. We usually do five-hour shifts once a week, so I do Tuesday nights.
2: What made you want to volunteer at Boxcar?
9: Um, I just moved here in August and people from out of state had told me about the bookstore and I was looking to meet people and just help out, so... And
2: what have you learned about boxcar since starting here?
9: Um, well, first I didn't realize, uh, we directly support pages to prisoners, which is, uh, we fund them. So I I wasn't aware before I started. So, um, that was uh, something I learned. I learned more about, you know, um, prisoner justice and advocacy through that. And, um, I didn't realize it was all volunteer too. So that was something I learned and, uh, it's been great to have that experience.
2: Did you initially get involved with with Boxcar because of its mission or because of what it's about? Is that how you first learned about it?
9: Yeah, I learned about it through someone who worked at Food for Thought, uh, which is a book nonprofit collective in um, Western Massachusetts, and there aren't too many of them in the country there. Um, so people had told me about it just because of the handful there are, um, and I also knew that it, uh, you know, we do a lot of zines, so I had heard that you know it was a great resource for zines and also um a lot of queer books and things you can't really find readily you know in general but especially I think in the Midwest so I was excited to be supporting you know access to that literature
2: and this this might be redundant to the answer that you just gave but uh what do you feel makes boxcar so special and especially being here in Bloomington Mm.
9: yeah I, I definitely say the availability of the type of materials we have but also it's uh you know, a meeting, we have a meeting space, and uh, just that, you know, community, uh, you know, access has been really important for me to see. Uh, so I think that's really unique and special as well for a bookstore. Um, what else? You know, I think something that Box Curtis that's great is, you know, our profits we usually give back to the community in various forms. So uh, seeing that in action, and I think being part of it has been really eye-opening for me. And uh, I think it's a really important thing for uh, me to do. I've never had that experience working for a nonprofit and seeing where any of our profit ends up going.
2: So you're relatively new to Bloomington. So what are your thoughts on Bloomington as a city or just as a whole?
9: Yeah, um, I think Bloomington's a really great place. Uh, I lived in a couple other small towns in my life, and this one definitely has the best feeling, just the energy. It's, um, you know, fairly young, but not all like... Um, I moved from a town that was mostly uh, like undergrad so it's like a good mix of people you know that are in college and graduate school and not in school you know I'm not in school I'm just here with my partner's in graduate school so it's been good um, to be in a place that has a lot going on but it's not necessarily all centered around the university though a lot of it you know is but I also think you know there's still some good food and there's like stuff going on There's shows at least you know once every other week I want to go to the coffee could improve but uh (laughs) that would be my biggest complaint which in terms of everything is not that big
10: but you mentioned that there's like a lot of queer positive material here Mm -hmm. um do you think this is the most queer positive place you've lived
9: I would say I mean in terms of small towns yes I was living in Bellingham Washington I grew up in a really small town in Rhode Island that was Extremely, I had an extremely homophobic high school experience, um, but when I lived in I lived in Seattle for eight years. That's where I moved from, and I would say that you know, for a larger city, it, there's a lot of great queer positivity there. But for a city of this size, by and large, definitely, yeah, I've been really excited and impressed.
10: I'm always kind of blind to the queer positiveness of Linton because uh. um, I go to like high school, and oh. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's not as bad as most high schools, but it still feels very homophobic all the yeah. time. And then also it's, it's Southern Indiana, but like it's still Indiana, so that wasn't true.
9: So yeah, I would uh, if people are interested in Boxcar, come check out what's going on, and we always uh, accept volunteer applications online.